Welcome back, everybody, to, to the Triangle Anime and Manga Review Podcast. Uh, I'm Logan. Here to me with me today are Ozzy, is Ozzy, and uh, we are sad about quarterbacks and football and such. Yeah, um, and this is probably not what we want to start talking about on an anime and manga podcast, but you know, Sorry, it is uh, it is fall. I didn't think you would start right off with that. I thought we'd start off with some actual relevant stuff, but now you just hit me where it hurts. Um, yeah, no, we, we're, we're both really into sports, and uh, it's fall, so football's back. Um, nah, I just wanted to make sure I turned off every possible person who could be listening to this podcast. Yeah, immediately. They're like, this is not the right podcast. I'm out of here. Yeah, this is get bullshit. The fuck out of here. Football? I don't like sports ball. But uh, yeah, football is pretty sad right now. Both my teams uh, have issues at quarterback, and their defenses are okay, and yet we can't seem to score, so... I'm an NC State grad, so NC State is miserable, and the Panthers are, you know, also miserable if anyone keeps up with that. So, uh, I have better taste in anime, luckily, but it seems like my football teams are just letting me down. How about yours? I mean, you're a uh, Georgia Tech alum, so yeah, how are they doing? It's not great. No, it's not either? Nah, it's 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 fine, but it's not great. I don't know. Uh, you know, we at least we got women's volleyball, you know? As there a Georgia you go. Tech fan, that's like... Number one sport right there. Sure. Women's, women's volleyball. And you're also, by association, a Alabama fan? Uh, they're, follower? they're fine, but also the dynasty is over. So. Yeah, the dynasty yeah. is over, yes. Yeah. If, if you're an Alabama fan, you know what? You had your time. Get over it. Very reminiscent of the Patriots, who are also past their prime now. It is great to see as someone else outside of you know that fan base. But uh, now you know the rest of our pain. Did we just spend two minutes making jokes that nobody's going to get? Is that what we just did? They're not jokes. They're reality, okay? Yeah. The, it, the reality is it sucks. And, you know, football you know, is not great for us right now. What would be, what would be the, like, anime equivalent to Alabama football being over? Uh, it's like, like the second season like, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero. No, I actually think it's more like when Goku died. And it's like, well, he's not going to be the main character anymore. But also he's... The strongest on the planet. yeah, true, true. Yeah, so there, I think that's I think that's probably a, a decent comparison. Yeah, it's right. like when your favorite character just drops off, and it's like, oh my god, he's not relevant anymore. But if he shows back up, and he's just well, wait, we, can we make a Gojo comparison in this case? I don't know. Ooh, that'll be that'll be farther down. The line. And that's also major spoilers. I didn't really want to cut you off halfway, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but. Fair enough. So I think we've talked enough about sports ball. Let's talk about what we're actually here for. A- anime. anime ball. Anime. <laughs> anime balls. Uh, that's some stuff we don't want to get into. No. Summer, summer wrap up here. We have too many anime to talk about, really, at the end yeah. of the day. Summer went from like a season that we were probably expecting to be pretty slow to a season that had way too many good anime. And honestly, I think the fall is going to follow suit. At least yeah. we're, we're just going to have to see because there is, at least on the list, there's currently a ton of stuff. I don't know. There's no way we're going to hit every yeah. single anime that We'll mention it just because I know some of you listeners um, may want to know about it, may want to watch it themselves. And, you know, it, it could be on our to-watch list, but we're busy guys. You know, we might not get to all of them. We might start off with trying to watch eight of them and end up watching only four of them. But uh, it, there is a lot to look forward to, like you're saying, Logan. I think it's also just that there's so much out there. Like, you can only pick so much time. And some of this stuff just doesn't speak to us the way that other stuff that does. That too, yeah. In fact, I got one right off the bat that I think uh, you, you were fascinated by, but you really never got a... You just 
weren't as interested in as some of the other anime. You might come back to it, but it's not your priority right now. No, so. you're right. There is a lot, and sometimes I'm just not in the mood. You know, sometimes I, I'll watch an episode, and it's it's not what I'm feeling. And you know, the problem is every season there's just good stuff, so it's hard for us to keep a catalog and come back, right? Yeah, I think I think uh, as much as I would like to say that we can always come back to it, but uh, sadly we have actual jobs that we hate. So yes, yes, not just podcasts that we hate. Yeah, not just podcasting and making ourselves miserable. If we did this for a job, we would be poor. <laughs> Unfortunately, that might be the case. But we're not. Yeah, you know, for all the reactions on YouTube, you would think we could find a way to do that, but uh, no. We could, but I just I don't want to be that that kind of guy. I don't want to be a YouTuber. You know, I. Question for any reaction people listening. Is it boring just sitting there and watching TV all day for a job? Uh, shoot us an email at, at raleighanime at gmail.com. That would be interesting to get to kind of like a Q&A with people like that because it became a huge thing a couple of years ago to be a reactioner. Not even just to anime, but like music, stuff like that. And I think it really enamored people because people like to kind of geek out together. That's kind of what why we did a podcast. And uh, to react to something live, it's, it's always cool to watch people's reaction when they see, like, you know, the first Super Saiyan transformation, Luffy going, you know, Gear 5, uh, you know, Gojo revealing his eyes, you know, stuff like that. It's just kind of like watching it together or seeing a reaction is very, uh, like, just like gets you real hype. Yeah, I think it's, it's always fun, more fun when you're sharing with people, even if those people are on a recording on YouTube. So True. That's, that's what it is. All right, but... Enough of us rambling back and forth. Let's let's get talking to the summer wrap up. Yeah, summer was a was a long one. I think uh, I think one thing that's kind of strange was um, we had some ex- what felt like extended like uh, showings. I feel like certain things started early in the s- summer and late spring, and then some of them like took forever to finish. I don't think I don't think all of them finished at the same time or close. No, in fact, some of them are still going on and probably have a few more chapters. Like, I know Zom 100 has yeah. still got, what, like two or three left I to go? I think at least three, yeah. Is that yeah. episode nine? Yeah, and meanwhile, Fall has already started releasing. Yeah. So, I think, uh, and I mean, these, this is a thing that happens. I think there's so many studios now producing anime. That would be something that we should probably bring up at some point. It's just that because there's such a glut for anime right now that, like, that all these new studios are popping things out and they're trying to get it out probably faster than they can actually produce. It doesn't seem to have stymied the quality of what they're producing, though, because I'm telling you, like, again, we came into this, we weren't expecting exactly a ton to watch, but here we are, and uh, I think I came back with more stuff than what we initially talked about on our summer hype-up video. Yeah, there is something to be said about that, about the quality. Um, I I know that... That's something that's always kind of a constant question with uh, the culture for anime studios and how people are worked very hard for release schedules and stuff like that, especially the higher-end ones, which produce very like top-tier animes that have a lot of following. Um, that's an interesting like thing to, 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 to note that if none of it has kind of fallen off even with the release schedule being all over the place. I'm sure some of it has fallen off. It's just nothing that we're watching. Not as much as we would think, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for all the ones coming out, yeah, these have all looked very good. Um, so starting it off, I guess one that I definitely wasn't expecting. I don't even think we talked about this one. Uh, My Happy Marriage, which is not just me 
bragging about how I just got married. Is that why you want to start off? Yeah. We already talked about you getting married last time. Yeah. Um, it's not about you anymore. Are you sure? I don't know. I feel like it's all about me. Okay, yes. But uh, this one was kind of an interesting one. We picked it up. I picked it up essentially because I saw that it got hype online. Um, yeah, it did. It's a, it's a weird shojo. It's weird when a shojo anime is getting like consistently top five ratings on a week release weekly release basis. So I figured, heck, I would check it out. And uh, I will say, it's highly, highly shoujo-y with the tropes and with the themes. Um, it's a cute romance between a lady who is would technically be the heir to a family, but she doesn't have spiritual powers. We've seen this before. And, of course, because she doesn't have spiritual powers, she can't inherit the family fortune. So they try to marry her off to this strict and uh, kind of, I guess, intense protag- male character who really just needs a little bit of love, you know. And then from there, hey. sparks fly, and it, it gets it gets better from there. I, I, I think it's a little over the top. Like, they really make a point of how much her family fucking hates her, um, which is a little rough, but... Uh, Overall, it's a it's been a very cute series, and it's got some surprisingly good action scenes that I quite enjoyed. Um, I think it released all at once on Netflix, so I'm not sure what the end release ranking was, but it it was a very fun little watch for a while. I enjoyed it. So um, nice. Uh, I did not watch that. That's not one that I. Uh, partook in uh, watching, so uh, I'll take your word for it. Uh, I, I like sh- shojos because they're very much different than what I would watch, and sometimes it's a nice change up. Um, I'll um, again, like we said, uh, saying that we'll actually watch it later. Not always true, but uh, I'm glad that this you know got the popularity it did because, like you said, seeing a shojo up there as a popular watch is is rare, mainly because you don't see that many to begin with right now, but uh, and because you know. Those are targeted to like a female audience, right? Yes. Yeah, so that that's cool to see because it's always good to see representation in uh, anime. So. Yep. So that's one of mine out of the way. Why don't we yeah. give me one of yours? Yeah. So we have a few that uh, we just kind of uh, split up watching just for what we like that we'll just kind of run through. But mine uh, off the top is a uh, Dark Gathering. So this is one that um, I remember starting out because I like the concept of what this was, which was kind of a um darkish maybe i don't know i guess aspects of horror with a little bit of a shojin not shojin uh like shonen like aspects um so i started it i remember our mid review i said or early review i said that it kind of was teetering on the oh let's play the comedy bit with a little bit of scary aspects and sometimes it would try to go full on kind of like horror but i will say that it got much better after episode six, they kind of like really like committed to the horror aspect. The main character stopped, you know, kind of uh, pussyfooting around, and you know he really dedicated himself to actually being uh, this kind of like hunter of of uh, spirits. Um, uh, Kitaro, who was the main character, but he started working with um, his uh, his like apprentice, not apprentice, his tutor, tu- tutory, tutory, the person who's getting tutored. Uh, what would you call that? Sure, student. Yes, sure. He started working with his student and being like, hey, you know, 
um, let's let's hunt these uh, spirits because he has a mission to be able to uh, decursify himself because he's cursed as well as his uh, childhood friend. Um, but you know, they, it it became very much horror, more, more in depth. Um, there was a lot of spirits that were very very freaky. Um, you know, a couple of them I got you know chills just kind of watching it because you know it dealt with stuff that you know you wouldn't think you would watch in a what looks like a cartoony anime because i will say the animation style is very childish like not at all like it just looks very that was cartoony right that was my biggest struggle and i can and like i struggled with that too but once it started getting more serious i kind of got away from it because it started touching on topics of like spirits that i had like people who were you know you know, molested or, you know, murdered or, uh, yeah, darker, you know, like serial things. killers. And not just like, oh, this is a spooky ghost. Now, this was like some really kind of freaky shit. Um, so I'm glad they kind of like really delved into it. Um, you know, the, the, the farther it got into it, the weirder spirits we got. And it started to get more into kind of a really the main cast figuring out what they were going to do, which was they had this ultimate mission of beating this one major spirit. That uh, took the the mother of uh, the main character. Um, what's her name? I'm trying to remember her name. Uh, Aiko. Sorry. Um, no, that's his friend. Uh, who is the person? Uh, uh, Yayo. Sorry, couldn't remember her name. Yayo. All right. Yeah, but uh, no, it was actually really good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Um, I would. Oh, and it's actually continuing. So I thought it was over after episode. Um, I was curious if it was going to be over because I was on episode eleven. I'm like, I don't know how they're going to wrap this up. But there's 25 episodes, so this will continue into the fall, the summer, yeah, the fall season, and I will continue it because I am kind of uh, intrigued now. So definitely a good watch. Uh, you'll have to get past the weird animation. Not the anim- The animation style is good. It's just the kind of the the, the develop the what do you call it? The character styling. Right. That's what I would say. Right. Well, and I think this one has been uh, growing on people. It's got definitely gone up in popularity. Yeah, I, I definitely will say up. it was like un, it was like low key, just kind of ignored for a while or just not appreciated. I think, but I think more people grew on the train, like you said, or got on the train. So, uh, next up we have Helk. Uh, yeah, you were Helk, pretty big about Helk, right? Helk is probably one of my personal favorites, and I'm still really enjoying it. But I will say it's it kind of had a tough arc. I wonder how they came up with the pacing on this anime that they decided on. Because uh, it starts out actually, like, overly fast. They burn through, like, 20 chapters in the first episode. And then all Jesus. of a sudden... And then they get to a certain point that I don't want to spoil. But basically, it's one of those situations where, well, we can't have the two powerful heroes fix everything right away. So they kind of yeet them off out of the way so that they have to kind of figure their own way back to the plot, if that makes any sense. And uh, that really slowed things down. So there's this whole arc where they're just kind of stuck on an island trying to figure out how to get back. And that takes up about four episodes. And it's funny, don't get me wrong, but it really makes you lose track of like what's actually happening with the story because you're just like on an island with these silly characters. And meanwhile, you've you had just built up to this big dark theme and then it's like, nope, actually we're over here now. Um, so I still like it. It's got good both comedy and action and I still like where it's at. I just wish they had thought through the pacing a little better, but um, I'm still, I still enjoy it. Uh, I still think that one's worth checking out. So definitely give it a shot if you get a chance. Oof. You got, uh, now you've got a cat anime. 
to talk about. I have a cat anime, yeah, and like I I don't know why I continued watching this. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I think I had talked about that's, this. That's one. always a great way to start it. Why do I keep watching? Why do I do this to myself? I mean, it's a cat anime. I don't like cats. My sister has a cat. Um, and it's, kittens are kind of cool, but like cats in themselves, I just like, I'm just not a cat person, right? Um, I don't love the, the way they just, I am just like all up in your face. I want a dog to like say hi to me. So cats are not that, which is fine. Uh, but for some reason, I, um, I actually remember the reason I watched this was because, uh, well, the reason I got back to this, because if I, I remember correctly in our mid review, early review, uh, part or podcast episode, I said that I wasn't a huge fan of the animation style of this, and I still will hold on to that, saying that the animation style of this studio, the background settings, I'm not a fan of. They seem out of place. They're almost like computer-generated, computer or they just look like they're plastered on there, and the characters who themselves, the animated characters, look fine. They interact fine. When they're in a room that doesn't have busy stuff in the background, everything looks great. All the characters interact just fine. Um, so I got over that and once, and all these scenes where you see like busy stuff was mainly in like the office, the middle of the street, maybe in like, uh, just other areas that had a lot of stuff going on. And that wasn't often. So that, once I put that behind it, it was a very funny, just kind of episodic like anime where you just have like a skit or a random thing going on every episode. Uh, you might have random stuff going on in every episode. So it was it was it was good. Like I really enjoyed the cat. I honestly he he honestly grew on me. He was very funny. Um, you know, it's about a cat who happens to grow up to be this like seven foot tall, walks on his hind heels on his hind legs and can do anything. So he ends up becoming like the person who takes care of his owner. He cooks for her. He cleans the house. He wakes her up when she's late to work. And all these lead to funny interactions, like him, like just waking her up. Sometimes he'll just like punch her in the face. It's like, hey, you're late for work, or she'll come home drunk and he'll like put her to bed. So that's kind of cute. Um, but the cat has his own personality, very much reminiscent of what you think a cat would be. Very like plot-like. Very like you know he'll like turn on you if you do something. Very much like like observant and understanding of his situation, but you don't really think he is at one at sometimes. So. It was. It, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I watched all the way through. Uh, there are very funny episodes. Like there was one where you find out that the cat really likes this idol uh, group that happens to be like a like a educational idol group about sea monster, not sea monsters, but like sea creatures. So like sea slugs and stuff like that. So he like he like dresses up and like puts on a cap so no one can see that he's a cat and like goes to the idol show at the aquarium. And he, she's freaking out because she sees him and he's like dancing in the background. But uh, there's also another episode where he like starts beatboxing the songs and his like owner um, like hears it and it's like, oh my God, that's so cute. And he freaks out. So it's, I don't know. It was, it was weird. I actually came back watch, to watch it because your friend um, Colin, who I guess, you know, my friend too, was like, oh, we really enjoyed it. And I was like, let me go back and give it another shot. And I did. So uh, it is a really funny, cute, everyday kind of slice of life uh show with a human cat human sized cat um and that's it you know it's nothing more than that nothing groundbreaking um i would say give it a shot if you're into stuff like that yeah i mean i think it looks cute it's definitely like a slice of life with a giant cat kind of like basically yeah. uh, you see one of those each season i'm glad it kind of held up it was pretty funny 
Uh, next up for me is Seven Spellblades, Harry Potter on steroids, I guess. Uh, or Dark Souls Harry Potter edition. Yeah, you told me it's like an extreme Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically, it's an academy of magic. It's not a story that anybody's ever told, but uh, never told before. And I, I, I think it's, they do, we've touched on this in the previous episodes, but they kind of make it clear only 80% of you are going to survive your time here, possibly less. So, but I think what I came away from this series thinking was, uh, I did like the characters and I kind of like the story, but both of those were pretty generic. Again, I think you've got your standard group of characters and they each fill a different slot of tropiness. And the story itself is just one person wants vengeance and then the other person wants, you know, to learn how to control her powers, all that stuff. So, again, nothing crazy. What really bought me into this anime was it had some crazy world building and lore behind it. Like, every time you were in this story you would learn more about like the plants or the creatures or like what exactly is a spell blade because it's not what you would think it would be it's not a like a guy who can use a sword and cast spells that's not what it is at least in this world um and there's all there's like dungeons and then there's cooking there's all kinds of like weird stuff about like how being a female has certain benefits to being a mage but also has certain detriments and it's like there's all these little things playing at it, and it's kind of fun, like, the more you sit in this world to be like, wow, I was like, there's this, all this stuff that you wouldn't normally think about. And that was, I guess, what impressed me the most. I did like the art as well, but I think, um, overall, I guess I just kind of enjoyed being in this world with these characters, even if they were pretty mundane characters. Uh, I, I just thought it was kind of cool to, every week, to kind of sit back and go somewhere that was... Totally unique um, compared to a lot of the fantasy environments that we usually find ourselves in. Um, and that's basically my review of Seven Spellblades. I don't really have a whole lot to add to that. I don't think you had a chance to watch it. So um, unless you got something to add, we can go into the ones we both started watching now. Um, yeah, that wasn't one that uh, that I was really intrigued in. So uh, all Logan there. Yep. All right. Well, on to the ones that we can both actually talk about, I hope. Uh, Bleach. So, Bleach was Bleach. Bleach is the continuation. Yeah. So we we talked about it in our last season because, uh, you know, it started it started the new uh, blood war, blood thousand blood wars the thousand year blood war right uh, the Quincy pretty much arc at the, the final arc um, and it's just a continuation of that right uh, we we picked off where um, what's his name uh, Ichigo got his sunkback toe back. Everyone's kind of fighting each other again. Um, how do we get our Bankai's back situation, right? Basically. Um, and it continued with the same quality. Same, like, high-level quality of animation that you would see in movies. Uh, same, like, just high-stake fights, which, you know, after a while can get a little old because it's always just ran, uh, typical shonen ass pull back and forth. Like, haha, you, you beat me here, but that actually makes me stronger kind of situations. But... Things are starting to get a little more intense with, you know, you know we're kind of narrowing down to the strongest of the strongest between uh, the Quincy's and uh, finally getting to see some action with uh, some developed uh, new characters, not new characters, but new maybe forms or forms, new powers, powers yeah. right? I think, I think it is fun because the Quincy's bring back the fun, like, oh, what is this person's power going to be? Yeah, and that was were... always the fun thing about 
any anything like Bleach or I mean One Piece was like that too sometimes where it's like you get this new character and you're like ooh what is he gonna do like yeah. you see the way he looks the way he's designed what you know what weapon he's using and you're like I wonder what that could be right and they definitely burn through a lot of the power users because like I think a lot of cool things get introduced and then immediately wiped out for the sake of cool fights given you know there were some I don't think this season had anything that compared with the uh, the whatever the fire guys fight from the previous season. What's his name? Oh yeah, the uh, Yama, Yama? Ya- Yamato. Yeah, yeah, Yamato, the uh, the elite captain, the main yeah, captain. I don't yeah, think, I mean that I don't was think, just unfair. I mean, I don't think anything compared with that fight. But there were some very good like fights, especially with like three D usage and art style shifts. I was I was very happy overall with it. Um, uh, I think one episode in particular with Kimpachi really like blew out the art, art studio. Yeah, Kimpachi was you know the main fight that we wanted to see when he kind of unlocked his uh you know his his full form I guess his final form after having to uh, deal with the last uh what's it called Kimpachi right uh, yeah it? the last Kimpachi because Kimpachi is a title it's not the character right that's right, that's right. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but um, so I I was very happy with it and of course I do love. Just some of the stupidity of these characters where I, I forget, you know, mine, not really spoilers, but I love it when like these characters are showing off like, check out my cool powers, you'll never get past me. And the other person is like, I'm just going to go past this person. This <laughs> is like fly by. Yeah, sometimes it's it like, where'd he go? Oh, Chris, right? oh, he's gone. All yeah. right. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's one of the, you know, big shonens from long ago for a reason. Uh, it's more that. Um yeah, so, I, I don't think we need to over... Yeah, nope. it's just... It's just... It is... It, bleach is still bleach, and uh, look, that's good enough for, I would say, the vast majority of people, so... Yep. All right, next up, Mashuko Tensei. So, do you want to take this one... Start this one off? Uh, so, I... I didn't completely finish this, but I did get about halfway through, and I will say that this is... This season was... Um, it... I feel like it was it slowed down a lot, especially the first first half of the season. I mean, that's basically what I'm at now. Um, you know, it had his action sequences, but a lot of it was introspective when it came to Rudy and having to deal with his you know his loss of um of uh, yes his loss his that's... loss right his loss of ability yeah right. But uh, no, I thought it was it was done well. Um, it's just. I don't know why I'm so invested in this in this anime as a isekai. In this, in this man's erectile it, dysfunction. God. He has a journey. A journey to get hard. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, the animation style has always been great. I've always loved the look and the design of the characters. Um, it's, it's almost... Like, every isekai always has a... Kind of goes after that same look. But this one just... I think nails it. Um, I think the character designs are great. As I mean, obviously, as it, it's, it hasn't really changed much, but the animation styles are great. The you know the world it's, that they're in is great too, um, and I love the new ensemble of characters that show up. Him having to uh, meet with you know new characters, deal with that, and deal with his past, right? Um, but this is one that I just find myself always coming back to. I know that sometimes with people, this is a touchy one, but. I just, I just, I can't rave about this as an isekai in, enough, right? Yeah, I mean, this show has obviously got its own issues, but I think it's a comfort anime in some ways for people because it's one they know that it's going to be good when they come back to it. They don't have to worry about, like, did it get bad while I was gone or did it do that? I will say I kind of, 
was in the process of forgetting about the show as the season went on. Not really because it was bad, just because it it did slow down like a lot. Once once he got to the school, there were still like fights, but he didn't seem it it's hard to describe without giving spoilers, but it wasn't really Rudy's story. You could say it was Rudy's journey, but once he got to the school, he kind of lost agency. He didn't really know what he was doing. He was being a participant in other people's stories. And we've talked about that in about other anime. It's harder for me to enjoy it when kind of the main character that you're supposed to be rooting for doesn't really know what he's trying to do or what he wants to do. Yeah, and And I think that was something that originally just kind of turned me off because I don't necessarily love when your main character has, like, a long-winded, like what's it called question of faith or question of uh, purpose but i mean and it's it's good to have those it's just sometimes it can be or drag and i will agree that the first few episodes did feel that way for me but i understand why i think it was built up fine and i think the the way he got out of it made complete sense meeting a new crew kind of getting some experience with them meeting a new girl in a way uh and kind of helping him get out of that slump yeah, I think it was, though, for me in the back half, because he almost goes through a couple of these as the season goes on, but he does consistently find purpose throughout the episodes. He just kind of is dealing with other people's problems almost as it goes along, Well, this... which is, and I mean, that's part of what makes the series so relatable, is it's not like he's got one dead set goal that is like to fix everybody. It's everybody's got their own problems and he's dealing with it. It's just... It just slowed down significantly without the extra action, the extra fighting. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. When you say that, it's very reminiscent of uh, Vinland Saga, right? First season, very much uh, action filled. It was kind of the introduction to these characters. You wanted to see them, and they had purpose, they had drive, and then you kind of hit this brick wall. And it's about character development. It's about introspective, you know, like growth and. It's. I still think it did it. Just like Vinland Saga had a great second season that might have been the other side of the coin. Yeah. I think it was, uh, they kind of, you know, they, they kind of, um, uh, what's it called? They kind of support each other. Like, it's like, you know that they're capable of this action. You know that they're fun. Uh, but, you know, when it gets down to it, the the man who wrote this story is, he's writing an actual story with characters that need to develop and have these moments. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think it was a good story overall. I, I, I think it's probably up there with one of my favorites on the season, but it was, uh, it just slowed down. Some of my comics. So, so moving on to our next one, a, uh, another continuation, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, the Gojo story. Yeah. So this one is, uh, a little weird for me cause there were some developments, in the anime and some developments that happened at the manga at the same time. It is. That a- kind of, like, made you go, like, oh, okay. this it, it soured the experience a little bit. It detracted from me just enjoying the yeah, anime as a itself. manga and anime reader, the most recent weeks have not been fun. Uh, just because it's been chaos. But that is, we don't want to delve too much into it just in case you're just anime readers. Um or anime, anime watchers. watchers, excuse me. I mean, most of us probably watch dub. So yeah, so you do read. So we do read. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the key thing we could kind of go over basically the same points with Bleach. Jujitsu is still releasing. It had a really long delay because I think it was going over basically what had happened already in the movie, 
that had released uh, earlier last yeah, year. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Yeah, so I think it kind of like had a big delay on its release period, and I believe it's still coming out with new episodes. So that one's probably going to yep. run it's into continued. the fall. Now, as far as what we've seen, though, the story's heating up. It's gotten into the point where it's basically going into... Uh, maybe not really a tournament arc, maybe more like a battle royale arc. And uh, it's definitely, like, the animation is balling. It's styling on pretty much everybody else out there right now. I I think the art is superior or at least on par with every other anime that came out in the summer. And, I mean, the story and the characters are what they are it's the gojo show but every and it's his world and everybody else is living in it but the other characters in it are also pretty entertaining so i think if you liked any of the first season you're going to continue liking this season and i don't see that stopping anytime soon yeah no just don't don't read the manga (laughs) (laughs) no the anime let's just talk about the anime the anime has been great um i think that the i think honestly this surpasses the first season um, I, th- I think the first season was the introduction arc, which felt kind of one, maybe, I think what helped this season is that there was two different time points, and I, I like that breakup, right? The This season had the pre-story of the Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, of the Gojo and Friends, uh, you know, lead up, which did lead up to the Shibuya incident, which I think is a great way to split up the season. Uh, it, it's refreshing. It's nice to have that background, and then you get into this. That saying, that said, it was the Gojo season, um, and this is a problem that it's even you know evident in the manga. It's like it, it can be a little jarring to some folks. I talked to my friend about it, and he argues like, who's the main character? And if you watch this season, you could argue Gojo is the main Gojo character. Gojo is the main character, right? And, and that's fine. Is, I think yeah. that's cool. I like that aspect of it. Um, I don't think it detracts from anything. It's just that to some, I guess that can be bothersome because you get into Yuji, you get into Megumi, you get into Nabara, and you like them. You watch that, you get behind them. You're like, oh, this feels like old, like style, like oh, Naruto, Bleach. You have the gang, and then it just completely shifts away from them. So it can be a little bit much, but Gojo's just so badass. Um, and that first half, like I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I can only get so erect, but like. Uh, that first half was good to see kind of like Gojo at his weakest point because, you know, he's, he wasn't perfect to begin with. He is now, somewhat. Um, yeah, in the in the words of uh, Vegeta when he first met Brawley, uh, it's, uh, about... He's so damn cool! Oh my god, he's so goddamn cool! Anyway. That is too true, right? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, no, the continuation, especially the Shibuya incident... Uh, a lot of fights him with the other uh, like demon spirits whenever they're trying to capture him. They were done very well, like you're saying, very top notch animations. There was an ep- there's a ep- there's an episode where he fights the the blood user and and the uh, the tree spirit the the nature spirit and the um, what's it called like the tree spirit I guess. And the blood that was kind of blasting through was just so well animated. Him, whenever he went off on his, like, 299 seconds when he, like, did his domain expansion was insanely uh, done. Just watching him, like, kind of, like, speed through all the um, the humans that were in the battle. Um, yeah, it's it, it was a great season. Uh, it's continuing because um, it's kind of halfway through the Shibuya incident. Um, but I just want to say... Be ready, because it just. This is where I kind of got a little lost in the manga, 
where it kind of just hit the fan. Like after this, once you start getting into what you were calling the culling games, the the battle royale style, it just starts getting real just all over the place. I'm, I'm intrigued how they'll start animating that. I don't think that will be this season. I think it'll stop right before it starts. Uh, and that will be a season three. Well, but. we'll see. They've still got quite a few episodes left. Yeah, so. they do. But uh, yes, it's been a fan favorite this season. I can understand why. It it, it reminds me, it's funny how you were talking about Bleach. This show reminds me of Bleach. It has all the swag. It has all the the feeling of like cool characters, seeing them get to do cool things and wondering what they'll do. Um, that's the feeling I get from Bleach. I, that's the feeling I get from Jujutsu Kaisen. They just do the story a little bit I mean, better. as far as the art and the story and the action, yeah, I, I mean, well, maybe not the story. Like not the story. I'm saying the yeah, story is better, the, but the action... As, the, as far as the art and the action go, you're 100% correct. Let's hope they don't start doing what Bleach did and just be like, rules? What rules? Just exactly. throw them out the yeah. fucking window. Um, But yeah, but yeah. I, it's a good, definitely watch oh, for sure. Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, next up are our other definitely wa- our other definitely watches. Well, let's start with Zom 100. So this series was fucking fantastic. Um, it got off to a hot start. It kept rolling. The art was amazing. Obviously, we read the manga. We've been hyped about the story for a while. Um, I I think the only downside to this manga is the studio really struggled to maintain its release dates. Yeah, this is one of the ones that we were talking about earlier that had that were like marred by just release issues. Uh, and I don't know what they all pertain to, but I just know that out of all the ones that had release issue, almost every other week I saw ZOM 100 being impacted. So yeah, I mean, I think they're only on episode 9. And I mean, everything else has basically gotten to 12 or yeah. finished by yeah. now. So they're a couple weeks behind, but... You know, outside of that, yeah, you're right. This one was one that I think is easily one of the better adaptations that I've seen in a while, knowing that we've read the manga. And I think that they did a better job of making this... I think it's done better as an anime than it is a manga. Because a lot of... Like, especially in the first episode, I'm still high off the first episode. Like, seeing that darkness from where, you know, the the main character was at in his job and kind of feeling the, like the weight being lifted off his shoulders because of the zombie world being a thing was so well depicted. And they kind of continue that. You don't get big moments like that as much, but they, you still see the colorful uh, imagery. You still see how the zombies are depicted. They continued that. And I like it. It's a cool way to, uh, to, to see things. Yeah. And I definitely like the contrast of the characters and kind of how everybody's developing in a way. So I think there's a lot to like about this series. I think, I think a lot of people have kind of fallen off because of the release schedule, but I hope they get to come back to it because this has been a very fun story. And aside from the fact that it's utterly ridiculous in certain points, I mean, I think maybe some zombie quote-unquote realists get really upset with it when they got the zombie great white shark and other shit. Yeah, it's, But I'm just like, look, man, just have fun with it's it. It's just have fun, thing. yeah, because at the end of the day, there is no real plot besides I'm just going to go do what I want and enjoy my life in a zombie world and that's just kind of fun to watch from time to time but i think that is kind of the point is that like the reason they get away with being ridiculous is it's just like we don't even care we're just gonna go out and we're gonna have fun at least that's the main character's mentality whereas all these other people who are taking it very seriously are just getting off left and right but yeah so i mean if that bothers you i guess that's something but man i am i enjoying the shit out of the show 
And I would be enjoying it the most if not for this other one that we're about to talk about. So, Ozzy, do you want to tell us about Undead Murder Farce? Yes, Undead Murder Farce. I think this was our our kind of undisputed favorite anime of the season. We could argue best. I, I think, you know, some of the returning ones are up there for best just because of the quality. But this one kind of was like the dark horse that we didn't expect to come out of nowhere. And just it very much surprised us on how, how much we enjoyed it. Uh, so, Undead Murder Farce, I think we spoke about it before. It's just kind of a, a, a nice setting, a, kind of a strange setting where you have this un, like undead, un, no living but not dying uh, head from a you know immortal body with this Oni creature who has like kind of superhuman abilities. And they're just kind of hunting down monsters and solving mysteries together, yeah, which they, sounds like a fun kind of concept, right? Yeah, they basically live in a world where monsters were real up to a point, and then humans have started wiping them out. And then these two, like, the head is obviously, like, undead, but, like, is looking for her body. And yeah. the, the Oni guy is like, well, I only got a certain amount of time left on this world anyway. So let's just go have fun with it, basically. And that's essentially where the story kicks off from. And yeah, as you pointed out, they get into solving murder mysteries, mm-hmm. hunting hunting down monsters, and doing all kinds of other crazy antics. And the fun part was, like, these monsters are well-known <laughs> monsters. So they're not just, like, random monsters that you see, you know, on TVs. I mean, they're, like, big-name monsters, like Frankenstein's monsters in there. You'll see, uh, like... Vampire-related monsters, werewolf monsters, werewolves, Dracula, yeah, um, some real-world people like Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper, um, uh, Jekyll and Hyde, Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. uh, what's his name, uh, Aleister Crowley, oh, stuff like that. So yeah, f- that was a cool uh, version of him. Like they use those monsters and just kind of you know show them off in this setting, and it was fun to see. I mean, and they even use people like Sherlock Holmes. I mean, he was a character in there that I really liked his involvement with the mystery aspect. Um, oh. Lupin, and, yeah. Yeah, Lupin. So it they had multiple, like, different things kind of thrown at you. And I think it also, another good thing that it did was the mystery aspects, because they didn't just do, like, mystery that turned into action. I honestly think this was more mystery than action. And I enjoyed that aspect. Yeah, other than the last mystery, and I think the only reason the last mystery kind of was, like, rough for me was because... It felt like it was very long, but yeah. it also felt like uh, you kind of had a vibe for who what it what had gone down, but you just needed the evidence to actually put it together. So it was kind of like one of those. But the other two mysteries were actually quite fun, where it's like you're solving the murder mystery for the vampires, and that yeah. one got a little tricky with use of you know different materials, and then the the like trying to prevent this gym from getting stolen. That was the best one. That so, one was so good. So the, the middle part of the season was the best because not only was that whole heist thing really cool, they introduced Sherlock Holmes. That's also when they introduced the villains of the season, which is like this uh, group of people, all the monsters that we kind of went over, like Aleister Crowley, uh, Frankenstein's monster, a vampire, like all those, Jekyll and Hyde. Uh, they're part of a team called the Banquet, I think is what it's called. Yeah, Banquet. Um, so they're kind of they, they actually have the body of the main character, um, and they're trying to create like the perfect monster. Um, and uh, that all kind of came together during the heist. It was great. The action was great. The heist part was also very well done because the whole time I was guessing, I was like, "What are they gonna do? What's gonna happen?" I actually could not like. I'm, you know, I'm a smart guy, and usually with animes, you can kind of pinpoint and be like, that's what's going to happen. And usually you're right, but this one, I don't think I had the right idea in mind of what was going to happen. 
Uh, kind of like you said, the last one, I think you kind of knew from the beginning what was going to happen. You didn't know all the details, but you knew, like, uh, I think it's that girl. Yeah. Right? But um, that was the best mystery. Um, it didn't go downhill from there. It just uh, got – it had a different direction. Um, but I'm, I really hope this gets a second season because this first season was not enough. It really just kind of set up the story and set up the villains, and uh, we have yet to see where to go to next. So. Yeah, I mean, frankly, I mean, there was so much to enjoy about this season. Like, even the side characters were just kind of, like, ridiculous and silly, and you kind of wanted to spend time with every one of these characters. Frankenstein Monster was, like, low, late in the game, became one of my favorite characters, because it's just like, yeah, you know, it's... I, I gotta fight y'all. It's not it's not personal. I just I, yeah. His personality they're like, was they're funny. like trading stuff back and forward. Yeah, uh, I will say like a few detracting notes. Uh, I did notice some art slips occasionally. I think in particular there was a fight with a werewolf where it seemed like the ground became like something out of MS Paint, where it's just like squares. Like oh, interesting. I didn't know if you noticed that. that. There was also some weird transitions in the last episode, which I kind of get. Why? Because there was a whole lot going on in different locations, but it was like square trans diamond out transition, like you would see on a PowerPoint display. And I was like, "This is a very weird choice for an anime," but that was what they went with. Um, and the only other thing I want to note is just like, do you feel like it's weird that they had to introduce like the Aaron Carr characters, the like people in the white suits? They're like, yeah, yeah, that was that one thing that kind of detracted. I they had no value besides just a fight. Which, I mean, I guess it's okay, but there was this side, like, monster killer group, which I, I wish we could have seen a little bit more of them. And I wish their abilities were a little bit more apparent, because I think we only saw four of them, and their abilities weren't that unique. Well, I mean, we had a gunslinger, we had were... a person with chains, we had a bow and arrow guy, and then we had, uh, what was the last one? No, I think the girl was bow and arrow, and the other yeah. guy was a fencer. Um, oh, yeah, the fencer. Yeah, I think they were... Or did she have axes? I don't remember. No, she had the bow and arrow. Okay, but anyway. They weren't bow and arrow. They were crossbows. Excuse me. That's what it was. That's what it was. Okay, anyway. So, I mean, I guess I don't have a problem with introducing characters like that. It bothered me, though, because they were touted as, like, these are the most expert monster killers and you don't want to mess with them. And, spoiler alert, like, I think three out of four of them just bite it. Like Yeah, (laughs) three out of four of them basically just kind of... You know, lose. And within I, an I know for a fact two of them get taken out like punks. Like that was. A yeah, you're right. Fight. I mean, I don't mind the introduction. I just, I don't think they added any value really. Besides, like I said, fighting wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's good to have the extra people to fight, but I mean, I don't know. But those are pretty minor like issues, despite everything. Yeah, they I, don't have much screen time to detra- to detract from the actual story. Yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of like tropey antagonists. They're there to basically be a pain in the. That's true. Ass. Yep. Yep. And that's and that's base and they did their job. And I just like I liked pretty much everything about this these fucking stories. And it caught out, came out of nowhere and I really hope it gets a second season. Absolutely. This is one of the ones that it needs a second season because it was done so well. It built this it built the world so well. It built the mission well. And it's just like, where do we go from here? I can't wait to see where it goes. Alright. Yeah. And that is our summer recap. Um, I'm sure there's more out there, but those were the main ones we wanted to talk about. All right. Spring hype. Here we go. Fall hype, dog. Where are you going? Fall hype. Sorry. Why did I say spring? That's what's on our script. Anyway, fall hype. summer. Oh, yeah. That is on our script. Ignore that. We make mistakes, too. (laughs) Fall hype. All right. So 
a lot of stuff is coming out in the fall. Um, and a lot oh. of these, a lot of these are sequels. So I guess we're just going to rapid fire, rapid fire, rap fire through these real fast. Okay. Attack on Titan, final season arc episodes, seconds, uh, outtakes, uh, everything, all the final. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this is, I, I don't, this Director's might not cut. be the final. Honestly, <laughs> this is just part two. I think, I don't know. I don't trust these people anymore. <laughs> no, I don't trust it either. They're going to do an extended cut. That's going to be the final final, but either way, this is not their final form, I guess. Um, and yeah, Attack on Titans back. People love it. They can't wait. Ah, shit. You know what I forgot to ask about summer though? Um, which was the better intro, Bleach or Undead Murder Farce? I can't get Undead Murder Farce out of my head. Yeah, that one. That, I, was, that was my that was my favorite. Honestly, it also. Oh no, Dark Gathering has I think my favorite outro. Oh, outro? Yeah, yeah it had well, a pretty good. Outro. I was. I, I don't usually judge outros, uh, but anyway, speaking of good intros, Spy X Family season two. Uh, so yeah, they better deliver. Every one of them has been a banger. So again, I hope the best for this intro as well. I'm hoping they deviate as far as the actual anime goes. I hope they deviate slightly from the story because the story is kind of running out of source material. Is it really but, getting there? Uh, they're about halfway through the manga already, so I think they do need to be build it up a little slower. Bit. Yeah, but I um I you know it was been a fantastic story so far, and I I'm thinking a lot of people are hoping for good stuff out of that one. Uh, Goblin Slayer 2. You want me to take this one? Hell yeah. Uh, I really liked the original Goblin Slayer, even though, kind of like Mashuko Tensei, that is a series that has some issues that people could be sensitive about. But I think it is a fun world with an interesting character. Um, and I kind of liked what I've seen out of it so far. I, what I want to see in this season is more character development. If they... I think you need your character to grow because if his obsession just remains the entire time and it's just killing goblins and that's all he does with the rest of his life, uh, there ain't. I'm going to lose interest in the story pretty fast. But hopefully we see development and we'll see new characters come out. All right. Evidence in Shadow, Season 2. This show is stupid. <laughs> People <laughs> love it, though. This is like one of the highest, like, can't wait for it to come back sequels and... I just don't get it. I mean, again, I may not get what the cool kids are into nowadays. I, I, I get the comedy behind it. I like the idea of a guy who's just like... Because we've all, we've all done that shit in high school where we're like, yeah, I'm just going to sit here and play piano until somebody walks in and be like, oh, ah. Uh, Daydream. Yeah, you know, it's just like... Well, it's a... Actually, I... Fantasies. Yeah, it's like, I planned for you to be here the whole time. I don't know, so... Be the villain with the cat that you, like, turn around and stuff. It just is, like, it's such a fucking edgelord show. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to watch it, but I will be curious to hear what other people think. Because, oh my, this that show is ridiculous. Um, Shield Hero, Season 3. Ozzy, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, so Shield Hero. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen so many people upset by a certain season. Season 2, I think, let down a lot of people because... I think a lot of people really enjoyed season one, and I I, I am one of those. I, I think Shield Hero season one was a very good uh, um, show. Um, again, it had some touchy subjects, like you know some of the few that we've talked about, but uh, it dealt with that. It had some interesting action. Uh, it had some interesting growth for characters. But then season two was just so half-assedly done. People really really hated on it. I am I, I honestly don't remember if I finished season two, but. I will say I'm excited to see what season three can do, how it can turn it around, if they can actually put the effort in for 
whatever growth is coming down the line because I, I don't know what's coming next i don't i haven't read the, the source material and I, I i can't remember again season two so i'm hyped to see what they can do because if they can kind of bring back season one or at least the effort that season one had then i think this story could work I mean, I know there's more interesting story out there for the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero. I just don't know when they're going to get to it. It yeah. feels like they've jumped shark and they have not come back down. Um, all right, but moving on. Another one, Tokyo Revengers. Uh, I don't think either of us have really kept up with this one. No, I mean, I think we really enjoyed the first season in parts. Um, and people kind of... This this is a very popular manga, and I think people really like the anime as well. The adaptation, the action, kind of the mystery to it, um, and it just it's just continuing. I mean, we had a movie I think last season or two seasons ago, so it, it's got the hype, it's got the following, um, and it's just continuing. So we're just bringing it up. So, all right, and then last but not least, Doctor Stone: New World Part Two. So is it Doctor Stone Part Two: A New World, or is it Doctor Stone: New World? Part two, I actually. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you, man? I like. I'm just confused. These titles get more and more ridiculous every day. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me look. New World Part Two. Okay. So it's a continuation of the next season, I guess, called New World, and it's the second part. So very much like Attack on Titan, Final Arc Part Two, final episodes. Gotcha. I mean, that's that's another story that I'm interested in vaguely, but I just. Every time I try to sit down and watch it, I kind of, like, lose. Yeah, we just brought it up just so people can know. Because uh, I know there is a following for it, and uh, the, it has every right to be. Because it is a cool story. I uh, just haven't kept up, like you were saying, Logan. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just lose interest at some point with that show. Uh, but anyway, all right. So those are all our sequels. New shows we actually have to talk about. So we're going to kick this off, I guess, with both of ours most fav- most favoritists. The most anticipated for us. Uh, yeah. Most favoritist, anticipatedist. Freyrin. So, I mean, we read this manga like a while ago. And ever since then, we've been waiting for this to come out. When did we read that manga? Like a year ago? Yeah, it feels that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've been waiting for this anime to come out and... Uh, again, the, for those of you unfamiliar, story about elves don't age, basically, or this particular elf doesn't age. High elves. They She's in a party, save the, save the world from the Demon King. Her rest of her party basically ages away, and now she's kind of on a journey because she never really connected with them. She realizes, I need to kind of better understand connecting with humans, and now this is kind of her personal journey. So it's not so much an action story as it is kind of like a weird... Slice of life of a elf adventurer kind of yeah, it's like the, world. the drama slice of life introspective kind of deal where you know I feel like it has a lot of questions. You'll have your action scenes because you do introduce characters that are more action uh, driven, but ultimately you know Freyrin as the main character is on a mission to kind of her own understanding, and she's just going through life, you know. Yeah, and I will say this this show released. As uh, the, initially they said it was going to release as a two-hour episode, oh, for, God, but instead they released it as four intro episodes to okay. the story, and it's followed the manga pretty faithfully. But I've been very happy with the first. The art is amazing. Yeah, and that's uh, that's Madhouse, by the way. Madhouse is the studio. They've done uh, big things like Overlord, uh, One Punch Man, 
uh, Yamada at level 999. So they've done some good stuff. Uh, the teasers look great, like you were saying. So uh, I'm super excited for this. Oh, and another thing. The intro is done by Yasobi, who has wow. done some pretty big things. They did the, uh, the I Know Oko. Is that right? Yeah, Osho. I know. You have been, you were very excited. I like their stuff. Uh, they, they, and and I, I know some people have made comments about how their stuff is more upbeat and it kind of takes away from this kind of story, which is not upbeat. But I still think they they do a, a good justice to it. I would disagree. I would say this is a pretty upbeat story, but I don't. Well, know. I mean, like a uh, very fast tempo. High tempo. High tempo. Yeah, tempo. I guess that's, that's the wrong fair. Word. I guess that's fair. Um, but yeah, definitely check this guy out. Uh, next up, this is one of mine. We've got my daughter left the nest and returned an S class adventurer. So Jesus. the. What it says on the tin, pretty much. It's not an isekai, if that makes you feel better, Ozzy. So, it's... This one is actually more fun than what it says on the tin, but it's kind of like a cute story of this guy finds a girl in the forest, raises her, she goes off, she becomes an adventurer. Because he used to be an adventurer before he took an arrow to the knee. That's that's not actually what happened, but... Damn, might, might arrow well, to the knee! Might as well have happened. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of this cute story about, like, they both kind of have their responsibilities, but the daughter wants to go spend time with her dad, but also has to, you know, save the world. And the dad's dealing with his own slice of life stuff at home. And their stories kind of converge. It's a nice little slice of life comedy, and then some drama gets mixed in there as you go along. I I really like this story, and I'm looking forward to seeing how the anime adapt, adaptation gets received. All right. Well... Now you can pretend to be. Now you can stop pretending to be interested and actually be interested. We're talking about girlfriend ex girlfriend or girlfriend ball Z, as I would call it. This is not what it is. Yeah. Also, this is a, a returning season, so we kind of missed that one. So put this back at the beginning. Uh, but yes, this is mine. Uh, I know it's trash. Whatever. Uh, it's girlfriend girlfriend season two. Um, it's basically trash. What's it called? Where the the guy is like all the girls. Harem. Yeah, harem, right? Uh, this guy has one girlfriend, tells his girlfriend, hey, can I have a second one? And then, like, two other girls kind of end up becoming involved in, it, in a way. It, I want to say it's not as dumb as it sounds, but yeah, it is as dumb as it, it sounds. It is trashy. <laughs> but there are some very funny aspects. Um, I It is all comedy, really. It's not. It doesn't take itself seriously. All the girls kind of interact and, like, have dumb, you know, I guess, moments. Um, and it's just, it's just kind of my trashy, like, s- bullshit that I like to watch every now and then. And, you know, I like the animation style. Uh, the studio is Synergy SP. Uh, they've done some other stuff. They did, like, a major, um, the different seasons of the baseball one. Uh, they did Initial D. So this kind of, I didn't know they did Initial D, but, and they did the original one. So, uh, I'm, I'm excited for that just for the laughs and the memes. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, it is funny. I just don't know that I can put up with more than, like, an episode of it. But to more power to you, man. Um, next up, Apothecary Diaries. So, talking about serious contrast. So, this was a very interesting mystery drama uh, manga back in the day. And it's basically about this girl who is, like, not really an owner of Apothecary. Her dad owns the Apothecary, but she's delivering drugs. And while she's delivering them to the emperor's, like, not really the emperor himself, but, you know, his castle or whatever, somebody gets poisoned, and then she gets dragged into this mystery, and things kind of roll from there. Uh, it's it's pretty fascinating. 
not just the uh, I also like the historical accuracy of this. I I don't know how accurate it is. I take that back. But I like how they accurate they seem to make it with the court rituals and the way that everybody acts. The depiction. The, the historical depiction. depiction right? The historical depiction is very good. The characters are fun. I love the main character is just such a fucking kook. And uh, I do I do like the idea they, they go very in-depth on the poisoning and the different medicines that are at play with these kind of things. So I I really like it. And I, I am, again, this is another one because this is not your standard action, fighty anime. This is a very methodical mystery drama kind of show. And I'm hoping that this one gets received well, kind of like how Undead Murder Farce did. Even though there's not as much fighting going to be in this one. Yeah, I think it'll be a good break from some of the shonen that continues or some of the action-filled stuff that continues. Yeah. And uh, to uh, clarify, that studio that does that is OLM, who that's a solid studio. They've done uh, Odd Taxi, uh, Komi-san, and Summertime Render. So uh, a lot of good stuff in their uh, kind of... Uh, um, catalog so uh, I'm intrigued to see the teasers look good I like the premise I'll definitely this is definitely a must watch for me yep alright next up now this one I don't know as much about we've got Ron Kamonohashi did I pronounce that right Deranged Detective yeah so uh, Deranged Detective this one uh, was another one that I was just kind of scrolling through what was up this season and I just got intrigued because it has it's a mystery again it's it's another kind of mystery detective situation but it's got some edge to it because the mystery guy is kind of like this edge lord who who used to be part of like a pd but then just kind of fell into obscurity uh and we don't we're not sure why but he seems to be this kind of like neat guy almost like if you can imagine what um light not light uh what was his name um give me an anime uh um death note the guy um L? L. L. Yeah. I'm gonna like that guy. He's just kind of like long-haired, kind of not well put together, but he solves mysteries, right? So apparently the main character's like that, but th there is some comedy to it. There is some mystery about solving, you know, uh, some, I think it's a serial killer case, uh, but it sounded very intriguing. I kind of want to get more into like these mystery aspect things. It almost feels like drama-based, um, and uh, I've enjoyed the ones I've seen last season, so uh, I'm gonna try to pick this one up. Um, let's see... Oh, and the uh, studio is one I've never really heard. It's called uh, Dio Media. So, can't say I'm familiar no, with I'm that. No, I'm not familiar with it at all. Uh, next up, Undead X Unluck. Uh, so, I'm going to have to save my comments on this one for later. Uh, spoiler alert, we're going to be reading this manga. All I know is that it's been a very popular manga, and it is apparently very shonen. But honestly, I've never read it, so I'm kind of curious to see what exactly the story is. Uh, I do, my understanding is it's like unlucky girl meets undead guy, and then they fight the world, basically. But beyond that, I don't know really much about the story either. So uh, we're going to have to look into that one. Uh, next up, Under Ninja. What the the fuck where do you find these so i just scroll through anime list this one i heard about somewhere else though I, don't, I think i might have just been looking at like stuff that comes out in the future and i remember seeing like the the poster art whatever the teaser art for it and i liked it just the 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 aesthetics of it the character designs are very minimal but it just the the aesthetic look of it and then just the way it was postered on there under ninja it just looked cool to me uh but the premise is that uh this was like after World War II, uh, 
Um, apparently, ninjas are still a thing in modern day. Because uh, in the in the um, teaser, you see that there's some guys with like militant gear with like heavy assault rifles. But even in like common day modern day world in Japan, ninjas are still a thing. Uh, but they're used spe specifically well, only for assassination attempts on certain individuals. I was gonna, I was gonna say like, yeah, the, they're still a thing like right now. <laughs> yeah, God. no, those are like Naruto dudes. Yeah, it's, those uh, don't count. But these guys are still a thing. Apparently, uh, the premise is that the main character, who's kind of this loser that's in high school, is one of these ninjas, and he's tasked with assassinating other ninjas that are trying to infiltrate uh, Japan. Uh, but I don't really know more than that. I know that it's based in high school, um, and I saw the teasers, really like the animation style, um, and I'm just intrigued. So, um, and just like ninjas, you know, who doesn't like a good ninja, right? Right. Um, let me tell you, the, uh, the studio is Pony Canyon, who has done some good stuff. Attack on Titan, Odd Taxi, uh, Psychic. Uh, Violet uh, Everguard. So very solid top-notch stuff that they've done. I'm, I'm very excited to see if this kind of can pull it off and be kind of like a dark horse, I think, that I don't, I haven't heard anyone talk about, and uh, I hope that it can kind of come out of nowhere. All right. Well, and while we're talking about it, I know this isn't on our list, but it sounded very edgelordy, so let's get the Battle of the Edgelords underway. We've got another fun story to go along with this one, and with uh, the Eminence and Shadow, we've got Ranga Crimson. Like, that is a story about a guy who loses everything he's loved in his life, and so he decides to dedicate himself purely to killing dragons. He kills them all, and then he goes back in time to kill them all again. If I'm remembering that story correctly, that's basically how that shit goes down. It's a it's a very very heavy-handed like violent and just over the top action anime and I probably won't enjoy it at all but I suspect that <laughs> I suspect that the majority of people on the internet are going to fucking love it because teenagers teenagers need their edgy action violence so all right good good and I say good on you you know what I might not enjoy it anymore but good on you all right, Ozzy, what's your next one? So my last two kind of go hand in hand here, but apparently there's two racing animes this season. Uh, and I, I, I'm kind of into racing, like F1 stuff. I'm not a huge fan. My family is. I just kind of watch it every now and then. I love the car scene. I, I love like just like normal car scene, uh, not like racing car scene. Um, so to see this as a sport kind of in anime form is really cool. Initial D was always something that I never watched, but I was always intrigued, and playing the arcade games was always super fun. Um, and just kind of seeing that in Japanese styling was was cool because, you know, there is a Japanese culture when it comes to cars. Uh, in this case, this depiction is more like official racing, not like obviously Japanese tuner culture. Not Tokyo Drift. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but this one, uh, the two are uh, MF Ghost and Overtake. I knew about Overtake. I saw the build-up to it last year i think it's been a while it's been coming but mf ghost was one i haven't seen but um both basically to do with racing mf ghost is kind of a future setting where everything is ev everything is autonomous but there's still a small group of people who are racing ices you know internal combustion engines that and they're racing for fun so it's kind of like a hey we want to keep the old ways still you know, we'll still drive, you know, electric cars, but, you know, there's nothing like driving a real gasoline-driven car. 
So that's something that people always talk about even now. So that's kind of a cool concept. I really want to see it. Just looking at it, um, the, the art is a little bit weird. It kind of has that 3D feel that kind of sometimes feels out of place. But their depictions are good. They have good depictions. Like they have like a Toyota BR86 in there. They have a Porsche in there. They have very real, real vehicles in there. And it looks like street racing. So kind of cool to see there. Uh, and the other one, Overtake, uh, this one seems more of a drama kind of situation. But basically there's the main character who's a photographer um, kind of is down on himself, finds this uh, race car driver who's actually driving kind of like formula cars. I don't know if it's F1 or what kind of division, uh, but he ends up really enjoying it, I guess, taking pictures and being involved with it. And he, ga he garners this friendship with the driver uh, and they kind of just kind of grow to uh, grow this friendship in their two different activities of taking photos and driving. Uh, so again, the animation style looks very good. Uh, this animation studio is Troika. Which, uh, let me... Eilish 7? Yes, they haven't done much. Honestly, Eilish 7 is the biggest thing that I saw that people knew about. And then MF Ghost is done by Felix Films, which did Aharon Son, if you yep. remember that. But uh, Overtake looks fun. I like that style better. Um, the It's very clean, very realistic. Uh, but both of them just... Um, I, I'm excited to see driving in anime. Honestly, both of those sound pretty interesting. I think, personally, Overtake sounds more fascinating to me, but I think both of those are kind of cool-sounding racing anime. Uh, and we also wanted to touch on a few things that people might not necessarily consider anime, but there are two things releasing on Netflix this fall. We've got Spot Scott Pilgrim uh, yeah. enters the whatever-whatever. I don't remember what the full tag is, but Scott Pilgrim... And Castlevania, which has already come out on Netflix. Nice. So, both of those. Scott Pilgrim was also a comic and a movie. Obviously, a lot of media. They brought back all the actors in the movie to they voice did, act yes. their characters and do a animated version of the show, which has got 8-bit transitions and all kinds of other crazy I've stuff. heard that it's really doing a good job and justice of the source material of trying to really capture that. Uh, which the movie did as well, but in animation style, you can have much more fun with it, right? Yeah, and I'm hoping they go more in-depth. I mean, obviously, a movie, you only got so much time to get everything in. I think that this story could get more into the actual characters and kind of give you a better idea of also what else is going on in this world. Uh, and Castlevania, I mean, I don't know if any y'all have watched the original series of the Castlevania, but they were pretty sweet. And this is actually Castlevania Nocturne, which is like in the far future after they after the original series where they killed Dracula and killed all the other people all the other vampires. Now we're in the future vampire world and the French Revolution is going on. And it's actually it's pretty good. I would say that all of these kind of suffer from a similar problem, which is that sometimes your story gets a little sacrificed for the sake of having good fight scenes and good action. And we'll see if that, how that works, but, uh, works out for this series as a whole. But right now it's off to a good start and I'm hoping that it continues. Um, and yeah, I think that's our full list of anime. Unless that's a lot, man. Unless you want to spring a surprise on me, Ozzy. No, I, I think that was it. And I don't know if I want to add any more because I really want to sit down and watch as much as I can just because, 
a lot of the stuff that I put on there, I'm actually really intrigued. None of it's like, eh, we'll see. Um, you know, and some of the stuff that you have, you know, I'm also intrigued. So uh, it looks like it'll be a busy season. Yeah, at least at the start. There's going to be a lot to keep track of. I mean, Freyron's already out, and that thing's kicking ass. And I can't wait to see when the other ones start dropping. Um, all right. Last up, got our manga for the uh, recording session. So it's tis the time for manga. Tis the time. We've had some extra time to get ready for this one. So we have tis time for torture princess, and uh, it's definitely not what it sounds like on the ten. I don't. Sure? Ozzy, do you want to back that up or not? So uh, I honestly didn't know what to expect with this, uh, and then I did not expect it to be as wholesomeish, sort of like. I guess it is wholesome-ish, right? It's fair to say? I would say it's pretty wholesome. I mean, it's definitely... I think that's definitely the tag. I mean, the 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 theme is, is it's a comedy about... Obviously, the princess of this kingdom has been captured. And the demon army or demon king is having her tortured to give away information. But then the tortures are like... Uh, I'm trying to think. Like, you have to... Play. We're gonna play with this cat, and you can't play with it till you give us information. Yeah, it's random every yeah. time. So yeah. it's a, it's very much reminiscent of like animes like Kaguya-sama, where like every episode it's a different skit, a different kind of gag, right? Yeah. And at the end of the day, it always finishes the same, where you know they give out information, but it turns out it's not really good information, or they can barely get anything out of it. Or so, like I think my favorite one was the Demon King. It's like. Wait, they don't protect that gate on Saturday? I can't go on Saturday. I'm watching my favorite anime Saturday. Exactly. Like stupid stuff like that where it is helpful, but they just don't end up using it, right? So, uh, oh yeah, one was like, oh, they have this strong weapon that's there. He's like, oh, we don't want to use that. He's like, that, oh, that could hurt people. That, yeah, that's too strong. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But, uh, you know, the, the skit stuff, it's, it's funny. Um, it's one of those anime, uh, mangas, and I said anime because, spoilers, it is getting its, it's own getting, anime. It's, it's getting adapted anime. this yeah. year. Uh, so it might be winter, um, but it's one of those ones where it can get old just because you know at the end of the day what it's going to be like. But if you go into it knowing what it is, knowing that it's wholesome and just want to laugh and watch something cute, it, it's good. Because I I do like that it changes up every every episode. Like there was one where I, I when I got tired of seeing her in the like shackles and like cage, they put her in a hot springs. And she had to, um, you know, get suffocated with big anime titties or big ah, manga yes, titties, right? Yes. So that, and she's that, like, this that, is heaven. That is what, so that one was what it was actually about. No. Yeah, I think part of the charm on this one is uh, I think that you do kind of get your own world with these characters. They're pretty unique. So when you actually go outside of, you know, them getting tortured every day, you know, and her getting yelled at by her sword, you actually get some fun characters. Like the Demon King is a really wholesome guy who just cares about his family. And then, like, you've got all these torturers that are, like, <laughs> they're not angry or upset. They're just doing torture because it's their job. So Yeah, like the, the twins yeah. in the first early chapters where, like, they torture her by wanting her to, like, play video games, and she's never been able to play video games. And, you know, she gives in. They play together, and they quote-unquote torture her. And then they leave, and you know she's like, "All right, well, I guess I won't see you." She's like, "No, we'll be back tomorrow. We can play games. We're yeah, friends we can now, play right?" Games, yeah. It's like super wholesome, and like 
just take it for what it is. Don't try to make it like, oh, is there story progression? Because I don't think there'll be story progression. It's really just kind of a gag kind of feel. Yeah, you might get a little bit more info on characters as themselves. And, like, some of the times that's, like, very nice to get that, you know, like, side story character where you you might get some more info on the torturer and, like, how funny it is when she goes home. Or, like you were saying, the, the Devil King has, like, he's a weeb and, like, has a yeah. daughter that he loves to, like, you know, be with. Yeah, he, like, like one of the jokes is he just loves his wife so fucking much. I was just like, this is stupid. But, so, it's just but funny. it's just wholesome, yeah. yeah and it's I it's mean, gags like that that, like, make or, it worth watching. Or, like, uh, I forget, it was uh, Reading. The, the, the original torture person who comes in is, like, uh, Mrs. Torture or whatever her name is. Like, there's one chapter where it's like, oh, she won't be in the torture you today. She's on, like, a business conference trip and... She's off away learning how to torture better at this business Hell conference. Yeah. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's just silly stuff like that. Uh, I I kind of, I thought it's kind of adorable. Honestly, I don't read this one as much as I used to. I gave up after about chapter 200. I finally kind of got bored of it. But uh, like sometimes I still like going back to it because it's just so fucking cute. You get a good chuckle out of it and you don't feel bad doing it. Um, and yeah, I'd say check it out. Is that our policy on this one? Yeah, definitely check it out uh, if you're into that. Just know that it's not like a story that, you know, kind of goes anywhere. It's a gag, at a manga with just kind of funny skits every different ch- every chapter. Yeah, again. So if you're into that, I would definitely say g- get into it. Again, reminiscent of Kaguya-sama, maybe something like, uh, what's another what's another one that's kind of like this? Like the cat one that I watched too. Uh, yeah. Just kind of every episode has a different thing. Liberal, little act what's it called uh, antics yeah again i'm on chapter 200 and there has been no progression on her yeah. escaping so don't expect or that, right? any of that yeah so don't worry about but it but yeah and then I'm, I'm actually intrigued and kind of the studio that's doing this anime is the same studio that did um do it yourself and i love that art style i love the that animation i was one of my favorite animes that kind of came out of nowhere so i'm very excited to see how they depict this uh, especially because it is kind of cute. They're drawn very soft. Uh, the the characters uh, very voluptuous sometimes. So we'll, we'll uh, see. One part- one in particular, I guess. Yeah. 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 Anyway, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely high expectations for that one. And next up for our manga, we're doing Undead Unluck. We talked about that one already. This is, the anime is coming out this year. I figured it might be cool. We can actually literally read the manga and see the anime as they're kind of going along at yeah. the same time. Sounds good. So we'll see. I'm hoping the story is good because, again, this has gotten a lot of hype around it. But uh, honestly, don't know much about it. Um, yeah, me too. So it'll be fun to, like, our next our next episode will probably be a early review of the season. And we'll have read, you know, the first few chapters so we can kind of look at that adaptation. Yeah. And, uh if y'all got anything other manga you want us to read or anime you want us to watch, shoot us an email at anime at gmail uh, RaleighAnime at gmail.com. I wonder who owns anime at gmail.com. Some fucking rich Crunchyroll? Probably. Alright. But uh yeah. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, yeah, no, it was a good season. Uh, we can't wait for the fall, and uh, we'll be back with some uh, early reactions. Yeah, we're going to have to start watching anime right now if we're going to get through all of this. Immediately. I've already got the first episode of Freyren. You're literally watching it right now. I see it. Yes, yeah. I'm watching uh, Major Season 1. Yep. All right. Well, until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in, and y'all have a great week. Take it easy. Bye.
Where's God damn it. Awkward silence while you're trying to hit the, the stop button.